everybody. It's time for Apollos Watered, a podcast to saturate your faith with the things of God so that you might saturate your world with the good news of Jesus Christ. My name is Travis Michael Fleming, and I am your host. And today is Watering Wednesday, where we get our faith watered. And today we're talking about the power of prayer. You know, when the disciples were with Jesus, they saw the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, and the dead rise. They saw the demon eyes healed. They saw Jesus multiply the bread and the fish, walk on water, and calm the storm. But they didn't ask him to teach them how to do any of that. What did they ask him to teach them? It's simple. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. You know, prayer is incredibly easy. So easy that children can do it. But it's also incredibly hard because we're not sure how God responds to our prayers. Because sometimes he does do what we ask. Other times, it seems that he disregards it because he knows it's, it's a foolish request. And still other times, we're the ones that are changed in the asking. I love good stories of people who have prayed well. They're not the famous, nor those with great followers. They're just like you and me. They were the quiet faithful. Truth be told, that's what I want to be. I don't want to be flashy and loud. I don't care about that. I mean, my personality is kind of big, but when it comes to these things, it's not about how loud or how talented you are. I've seen so many people clamor for attention so that they know how to do everything best. I mean, they give this hype hope, but not real heart change hope. I don't want hype hope. I want heart change hope. The difference is that one is loud and clamors to be heard and guarantees results. But as time goes on, it's revealed that there was no real change that ever occurred because because of it, except that it drew a crowd and attention for a while. Heart change hope, though, is the hard kind. It's something that's not noticeable at first. It's usually quiet and out of the way and doesn't get much fanfare. This is the kind of hope that Jesus spoke about, though, in the Sermon on the Mount that comes as a result of being alone with God. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. This kind of prayer is not posted or tweeted. It is alone with God something that we've lost touch with in our attention-craving generation. We don't do well with being alone with God. You know, the other day I read an article where Chris Rock spoke out about a man who had rushed up on stage and tried to stab another comedian, Dave Chappelle, during his show. Rock made this comment that I found very insightful. He said, everyone's a victim these days. There are real victims in the world. They deserve to be heard. They deserve our love and compassion, Rock said. But if everybody claims to be a victim, then no one hears the real victims. We say the world is addicted to opioids. No, the world's not addicted to opioids. The number one addiction in the world is attention. We are addicted to attention. I I know that I am, full confession. I want to be heard, to be known, and to know. And I, and I realize that this world offers quick ways for that to happen. Likes, 
followers, retweets, and downloads. But ultimately, those things aren't what change people. No matter how much hype might surround it. True hope is found through communing with God and inviting Him into our lives and into the lives of others so that they might come face to face with who God really is in Christ. We do need to pray and we need to be challenged by the saints of God who not only taught the truth, but whose lives illustrated it. One man who prayed fervently was a missionary to India by the name of John Hyde. He was given the nickname Praying Hyde. He was an American missionary to India in the late 1800s and early 1900s. And this, this guy's prayer life was, was challenging. It was amazing. In the early 1900s, he was dying of cancer. And he had heart problems, and he left the mission field in India to return to America to die. His return trip took him roundabout through Great Britain. He heard that a man named J. Wilbur Chapman was having an evangelistic rally and went. On his arrival, he found out that there was little evidence of interest in the revival. It was proposed that Hyde and some pastors get together and pray for the mission. At one of our missions in England, writes Dr. Chapman, the audience was extremely small. Results seemed impossible, but I received a letter saying that an American missionary known as Praying Hyde would be in the place to pray God's blessing down upon our work. Almost instantly, the tide turned. The hall was packed, and my first invitation meant 50 men for Jesus Christ. As we were leaving, I said, Mr. Hyde, I want you to pray for me. He came into my room, turned the key in the door, dropped on his knees, waited five minutes without a single syllable coming from his lips. I could hear my own heart thumping and his beating. I felt the hot tears running down my face. I knew I was with God. Then with upturned face, down which tears streamed, he said, Oh God. Then for five minutes at least, he was still again. And when he knew that he was talking to God, his arm went around my shoulder, and there came up from the depths of his heart such petitions from men as I have never heard before. And I arose from my knees to know what real prayer was. We have gone around the world and back again, believing that prayer is mighty, and we believe it as never before. Hyde had an amazing prayer life. But here's the good news. So can we. You and me. It begins by realizing that God desires that we pray. It begins with echoing the same request the disciples had. Lord, teach us to pray. We can try to solve many of the world's problems. We can make posts online. We can continue to shout until we're blue in the face. And none of those are bad things. But nothing can replace us praying. That's your water bottle for this week. Simply ask God to teach you to pray.
May he teach us to pray. And then may we learn the Lord's Prayer. That's where we, we should start. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen and amen. You know, prayer is a serious thing, but it, it doesn't have to be a complete somber thing where we don't have our full personalities engaged. I know that I like to get quiet on this show just because I think it's such a holy thing. But I also want to encourage you, and I don't want you to think that it's so far removed from everyday life, that God shows up in, in the good and in the bad, that we can laugh, that we can cry, and that we can just simply be ourselves in his presence. I don't want us to forget that. And I want to invite you to partner along with us because we're looking for watering partners to help this ministry grow so that others can have their faith watered around the world. I'm so grateful for all of those who have already partnered with us. Thank you. And if you're praying about this opportunity to join us in this, please continue to do so. And know that when you partner with us, you are not just partnering with an organization, that you are making a difference for eternity. Go online to apolloswater.org, and there's a Support Us button in the upper right-hand corner. Click that, and you'll find many different suggested amounts. Pick the one that works for you, or simply write in the amount and surprise us. We want to see more people connect with Apollos Watered. So if you've been impacted while listening to one of our episodes, do us a favor. Screenshot it, text it to a friend, share it on your stories, or simply share it from your podcast platform. Subscribing and leaving a review also puts it out there to more people. And don't forget, we have content on Instagram, Facebook, and our website, That's Shareable. Together, let's leave a trickle of truth and encouragement around the world and watch people grow. I want to thank our Apollos Watered team of Kevin... Melissa, Donovan, Eliana, Rebecca, and Audrey. Water your faith, water your world. This is Travis Michael Fleming signing off from Apollos Watered. Stay watered, everybody. Ooh.